Hello, hello, welcome back to episode 13, part 2, or the stream of episode 13, part 2. We just left off after our lovely heroes, the Tempest Guild, um, have met up with two new characters. Um, Susurus, a tiefling, uh, who's representing the Harpers, and Omthar Froom, a hill dwarf paladin who's been representing the Order of the Gauntlet. Um, two groups who are interested in the Order of the Dragon, the Cult of the Dragon, uh, and specifically interested in stopping them. Um, we just left off after uh, there'd been a bit of a meeting between the League of Adventurers, uh, represented by Sylvia and the Tempest Guild, our, our heroes, uh, as well as Omthar and Susurus. And there was discussion that um, basically Sylvia has organized an airship to take our heroes to the city of Palin, the capital city of Palin, um, which is over towards the east. And I've moved us across to the world map so that you guys can get a bit of an idea about where we are in the world. So currently we're located in Oxenfurt, which is all the way over to the west there. Um, Palin, you can see, is almost directly due east, maybe slightly south. Um, so yeah, we just left off after um, Wiltix had been talking to Susurus, and Susurus had a few, few little things to say to Wiltix, um, and some hints for Mira as well. Now, uh, as, as Sylvia's talking, there is a knock that comes at the door, uh, and opening up is a very old turtle, um, dressed in very, very threadbare, very um, unremarkable clothing who enters in um, and looks over towards Sylvia. And Sylvia goes, ah, Vesanve, fantastic. You have the cloaks for the party? And the turtle goes, yes, I have prepared the cloaks that you requested. And then he pulls forward uh, four cloaks, each matching your color schemes. Wiltix, he has a dark gray one for you. Emric, uh, a green and grey one for you. Mira, a light sort of red, blue, silver colour for you. And Azua, an orange and red cloak for you. And he places each of them down on the table. Um, and Sylvia goes, uh, Right, so could you please explain to uh, to the group uh, how, how these work? Uh, so what, what I requested was some cloaks that could help keep them from being noticed. Can you tell me what you've actually delivered, what these are? Yes. Each of these cloaks contains a minor enchantment to help keep you from curious eyes. <coughs> as long as you wear these cloaks, people will find themselves glancing by you, paying you no special attention. But if they do have reason, to stare at you for long, the cloaks will do not very much. So try to stay inconspicuous. And Sylvia nods and goes, uh, Right, right, thank you. Thank you, Vesalve. Um, thank you very much. That, that, that will be all. Right you are, Guildmaster. Right you are. <laughs> and he begins wandering back out again. Um... Yeah, and these four cloaks sit on the uh, on the table, uh, ready for each of you. Oh, chuck oh. uh, mine on just to see how it fits. Uh, absolutely perfectly, Wiltix. Uh, it clasps onto your existing armor, so there's actually just two clasps that go on either side of the shoulders and actually clip onto your leather armor. Um, so, so a lot of a lot of the armor that you wear, that each of you wear, sort of contains areas to allow. So, especially Emric and Wiltix, who actually wear armor. Um, Azura and Mira, you guys are unarmored, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so Wiltix and, and Emmerich, yeah. So Emmerich, your chess piece uh, actually contains clips that allow you to clip on like extra attachments and things like that. Your pauldrons and shoulder pads and everything like that all clip onto the main central chess piece. And actually there is a clip to allow for either a much um, higher collar to protect you from attacks from the sides or, or a cloak or something existing like that. And, and this looks like it just clips on as standard. Uh, Wiltix, yours actually has two little clips that um, clip onto your bandolier, your your belt um, that holds uh, some daggers and things like that that runs across your chest. Cool. Um, so it clips on really comfortably. Mira and Azua, yours actually have chains that connect across the center so that it sits comfortably um, just around your neck and across your shoulders sitting sitting very comfortably there. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And if each of you put them on, you find that they fit very well. They, they're warm and comfortable. Um, they match your color schemes perfectly. Um, and as you put them on, you feel yourselves you find yourselves wanting to look at Sylvia Susurus or Ontha to look at each other it's almost it's not that it's hard it's just it doesn't you just find your eyes drifting away almost like there's it's just a blank wall nothing really interesting to look at you keep finding yourself drawn to the others rather than your own group as long as you have the cloaks on uh, you are all. You are all. You now all have cloaks of muted perception, which I will add to your D and D character beyond sheets uh, later uh, this week. Oh. Uh, these are these are uncommon magic items. <laughs> I think Andrew might be having some technical difficulties. I can't really I can hear you very Andrew, well. Andrew. Very faintly. We, can, Hello. we can hear ourselves better. Oh, oh no. He's oh. gone. And he's gone. <laughs> well, oh, he's back. Hello, Andrew. Oh, How are you doing? No, uh, we can hear ourselves way better. Water, water. He sounds like he he's, sounds in, the like he's water, in the water, and we're and echoing through his mic. We're in a cave. You're in a, in a bit of water. water. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting okay, though, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, what happened? When he, when he jumps Gone back in? in, I think he's just reconnecting to check it he's out. Sorry guys, we're having some, having some technical difficulties. A very weird one we've never had before. Um, no, it's not, not one we're used to seeing. <laughs> well, I don't, uh... I always imagine when I was case. trying on the uh, the cloak was you know in the Simpsons how Homer puts on the uh, the clown pants and he's like oh I've never had a pair of pants that fit this well that's exactly yes. how I feel <laughs> that's exactly right yeah that's exactly how it feels um, oh. Andrew how you doing buddy good can you hear me yes, yes. perfect awesome all right that's brilliant. I, I don't um, know what was going on. That's all right. Look, weird technical difficulties are just part of the lost archives. <laughs> one, one of the archives that we lost was how to have a technical difficulty free stream. Ah, um, oh, the joys of being digital. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you find that these these cloaks yeah, fit really, really nicely, but when you have them on, it's very hard to look at your group and people who are wearing these cloaks. Um, yeah, and so these are these are cloaks of muted perception. I will be adding these to your character sheets in the next couple of days, um, and they are uncommon magic items. Cool, cool. exciting, like it. A, uh, I should specify a homebrew uncommon magic item for those of you who are looking for these in the uh, in the Dungeon Master's Guide or anything like that. Um, if you are curious, these will be available on homebrew on D and D Beyond. Um, just a fun little idea I came up with. <laughs> 
Love cool. It. Alrighty. Um, so you have your cloaks. Yeah. So at this point, um, Onthal looks over the, the lot of you and goes, uh, I find it very... Can, can you please just take those off or something? Like, I, I, it's very hard to look at you. Um, at this point, a knock comes at the door again, and Vesanve, the turtle, pokes his head through and goes, You can disable the enchantment by pressing the symbol on the left-hand collar inside seam. <laughs> and pulls his head back out again. Um... And as you look here, you can see there is a small symbol. Um, it's literally just a circle uh, broken in half with one semicircle slightly larger than the other one. Uh, and if you press on it and touch it, the effect fades. Cool. Ah, very cool. Right, so I, I'll, I'll take you to meet my contact. Um, we'll, we'll take the airship overnight. We'll have a good, good old sleep. And we'll um, hopefully have some drinking and uh, maybe a bit of an arm wrestle. And he looks at Emric for this. Uh, very nice. Just to pass the time. And, I, think um, I, I think I can get behind that. That sounds good. Oh, great. And uh, then, then we'll, have to, uh, we'll take ourselves to um, take ourselves to our contact and hopefully get you a lot set up as uh, maybe caravan guards or, or merchants or, I mean, anything you guys want to be, you can you, you pick your cover. Probably caravan guard for me, I think, the look of it. I mean, you lot are pretty diverse. You could even set yourselves up as a travelling caravan. And like Imric, you could be the caravan guard for your caravan. Like Mira, if you want to be some sort of like noble or something. Will takes you could pass as a guard. You, you look pretty scary. You got lots of scars. Um, Azor, hasn't he? Hey, yeah, Azor, you maybe maybe you're travelling with Mira. I, I don't know. You guys sort this out. Um, Sylvia goes, right, right, yes. Um, so you said you had some, some things you wanted to prepare. Look, if you have anything that you require of the guild, um, please sort that out now. If, if anything of your own guild, the Tempest Guild, please um, go, go ahead and, and get that all sorted. Meet back here at 8 o'clock prompt. Correct? 8 o'clock. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Fantastic, great. Well, I will uh, bid you adieu at this point. I have other business I must attend to. Fulam, uh, Frum. Onda and uh, Sussurus, pleasure, pleasure meeting you, and, and I look forward to our partnership. I think, I think our, our groups together will hopefully be able to do some great things and help prevent this uh, coming calamity. Um, Sussurus just nods. Onda sort of bangs his hand on the table. Hey, by the hand of Torn, we will stop this. Quite. Um. Yes. Uh, Tempest. And with that, Sylvia walks out of the room, makes her way down towards her office. Um. You guys are left alone in the room with uh, Onthar and Susurus. Uh Onthar at this point sort of goes, Right, I'm going to go get a drink. And begins heading out the door. Susurus looks over at you lot, um, Mira and Wiltix in particular, and as Onthar leaves the room and closes the door behind him, she looks over and goes, Right, I think now's a more uh, appropriate time to have a bit of a chat. What do you think? Well, less people listening probably are better. Very good. Wiltix, how comfortable are you speaking about this in front of your group there? Oh, I'm quite comfortable. Uh, Emmerich, not so much. He's tried to push me down a, a hole before. but um, <laughs> We have all hey. seen it. Wait, are you guys off in your own little corner right now? No, no, just with no. the group. In the room with the five of us, I suppose. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's you four uh, plus uh, Susurus. Yeah. Now, look, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't really what I was expecting to happen. I thought... We're all in danger, and I just needed to jump right on it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean it, mate. You know me. 
Come on, I do know you, Emmerich, so uh, let's, let's, I'll just make sure that I don't transform near any uh, any holes any ever again. <laughs> Unless required. Unless required. I love Unless it. Unless required. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, so, Sussurus, what, uh, what do you know about uh, other lichens and other uh, werefolk? Not a huge amount about the nature of you. I know that your your kind, werefolk, um, were created during the ruin uh, by the betrayer gods as a, a way of converting useless townsfolk into weapons, into soldiers. If you can have a soldier go out and make more soldiers simply by biting and attacking, you can have an army in a very short amount of time. So I've always thought of myself as a one-man army, but uh, never as a recruiting service. Um, well, that's the question, isn't it? Because it was a gift, uh, well, a curse from the Betrayer Gods. But what is it now? They're gone, sealed away, unable to affect this world, or so they say. So how are there still Werefolk? Well, that's a very good question. I've been uh, trying to venture out and find other werefolk, but I haven't been too successful in the past, so... Uh, well, I've got, be... a, I've got another question for you. Mm. What is Fenris? Oh, who is Fenris? Who is Fenris? <laughs> I'll do you one better. Why is Fenris? Why Fenris? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I exactly wanted to do. <laughs> um, if you can tell me that, be very interested to know the answer. What is Fenris? A god? Some sort of creature? What is Fenris? That's a very good question. I don't think I know myself, but... Uh, I, don't, I don't know the answer either, and that bothers me. Where did you hear the name? Originally, I knew someone who claimed to have spoken with Fenris who claimed to be a... Well, they claimed impossible things, or things I thought impossible at the time. They claimed to be able to transform into a, a bear-like form, and that they would do so at strange and inconvenient moments, mostly when the moons were in a certain position. I disbelieved them at this point in time. I had yet to see the fantastical with my own eyes, and I was sceptical. Until I... Saw them transform one night and attack and kill two of my friends. They had no control over their transformation. They babbled that a creature known as Fenris appeared to them as a large wolf, sometimes as a large bear. It seems this Fenris changes shape. Takes on many forms, clearly. And, oh, uh, see, as. Um, I do a playful little punch um, on Wiltix's uh, shoulder and I go, See now, I, I knew there was a reason I pushed you down the air hole. See, look at that. Perfect example of it. Two of her friends died. Well, here's the other thing. I've since met other werefolk. In fact, one of the Harpers is a were-tiger. Oh, interesting. Um... And she has complete control over her transformation. But has no idea of Fenris and has had no contact with her. What's so this, what's the difference? Uh, colleague of yours' name? Uh, Namira. 
Namira. I'd love to uh, have a chat with Namira. Oh, sorry, Namira. Sorry. Namira. 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 That's okay. It's, uh, I'm sure you uh, have a lot of uh, people in your group, so uh, keeping track of names. Uh, <clears throat> no, I'd love to meet Namira eventually. So. Uh, well, that can that can definitely be arranged. Uh, she's currently on mission in one of the Sky Cities, uh, Volus. Okay, well, um, if there's an opportunity for her to come meet us on our mission here or uh, shortly after, definitely, uh, definitely be interested in doing that. I'll have a talk and see what I can organise for you. Does that sound like something you'd be interested in? Oh, definitely so. Definitely so. Wonderful. Well, if you have any further questions for me, I'm disposed, uh, undisposed right now. Otherwise, um... There are some people I need to speak to. I don't spend enough time in Oxenfurt, and I'm sure there are some lovely whispers here that I could um, suss out. Oh, look, only one other question I have is, uh, do you know much about the town of uh, Stillhay? Stillhay? Um, it's not something I know much about. It's a fairly small backwater town up towards the north, as far as I'm aware. I... I Surprised to say I don't know any whispers about Stillhay, which is uh, interesting. No, normally you think there'd be uh, at least a story about a town, but uh, clearly nothing too interesting going on there. Nothing recently, nothing that comes to mind. Curious. Perfect. Cool. Um, Did you have anything that you want to discuss with Mira, by chance? Oh, I... Mira, I, I've already said that your uh, your friend uh, is currently in Palin. I'm not sure what he's planning, but um, you might want to talk him out of it, whatever it is. I think he's acting on emotions at the moment, not really thinking through how he should be behaving. There are reports that he's been picking fights with various members of the cult at certain points, as uh. well as some uh, some members of a mercenary company. I uh, I'm not uh, not aware of. Be very good at talking to Langdadros, sir, about those things. Emmerich! One fighter to another, I think you have an understanding between the two of you. Oh, sorry, but it's in my own world. What's going on? <laughs> How would you like to have another fight with Langdadrosa? Uh, sorry, I was actually mucking around my mic. You caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Emmerich's just like not Emmerich concentrating. <laughs> it's, it's cut out again. That's right, you sound okay to us. Alright, so... Um, what... Oh no, no, I see now. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, so quick recap, if that's okay, because I've been fixing... I have my own technical um... difficulties. <laughs> it's the Lost Archives. <laughs> Technical difficulties is, is in our middle name, um, in between Archives and Lost. Uh, basically, um, uh, Susurus has said that um, Langdadrosa is currently in Palin picking fights with various people. And Mira <laughs> has said, would you like to go and fight him, basically? Well, the moment... Okay, like, I'll explain my absence being... Because you guys are prattling on about something that didn't really concern Emmerich too much. He sort of lost... Um, he sort of just started losing... Started um, losing interest and getting a bit angsty. Wanted to get out, anxious. Wanted to get out. Not anxious, but antsy. Um, <clears throat> so when you said that though, 
he's uh he's his ears prick up and his eyes get a bit of a and he you know gets a bit of light in his eyes it gets a bit of a smirk across his face ah now that that is interesting I think I might have to um go and see our old friend yes maybe a stern word or maybe just a purpose is what he needs or maybe just a good old fight well that is your answer to everything. Um, Cesarus. That's all I really live for, if I'm being honest. Cesarus. That's a lot of S's in your name. <laughs> yes. Cesarus. Cesarus. If I happen to hear anything, please know that I am disposed to pass on that information to you. I've got quite the ear to the ground. I'll do my myself. best. Yes, I'll, I'll I'll do my best to send you through anything that uh, I think you might uh, take an interest in. But in return, Mira, there's some secrets I'd like you to deliver to me. that would you prefer it in an email a fax or <laughs> <laughs> Wait a we can talk what, about what, that uh, what is uh, we... what is this thing called email uh, so basically uh, it's a, it's an email so you get an aracocra to fly oh. a message um, <laughs> amazing yeah yeah email oh, yeah. Um, what was the thing you said before, fax actually. Uh, fax is where you uh, basically the gnomes uh, some gnomes have trained hawks to fly on um, and the, the way that they train them is by using a flaxseed oil um, to sort of like help like train their sense, their sense of smell to focus on the gnome and it's known as a, a flax and they use those to fly messages between different locations perfect <laughs> it's like wait a second right. email fax this is interesting yeah. no no a mail and flax well, look, I'm getting, I'm getting a bit bored here. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go. And then um, Embrick sort of walks out of the room, and he sort of sort of starts walking the lobby. And he's, as he's walking, he's through, not a networker. He's not a networker. Uh, this is his networking through. He actually recognizes a few of the people from when we first began it. He's like sort of doing like little um, gun hands and stuff like that. And he's like, oh yeah, how you going, friend? Oh, I haven't seen you for a while. How you going, buddy? What's going on? Or like, that's his network. It up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as uh, as Emric, yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Like you're getting some response from some of the other adventurers who do recognise you. Um, but as uh, as Emric begins walking away, um, Susurus looks across the three of you who are remaining, and goes, um, "Shame. I think you would have liked to know." Uh, know where a certain man is located. Mention the name Gambino to him. See how he responds. Is he stylish? Uh, <laughs> stylish Zach. is not a... Is, is, he's, he's more childish than stylish. Say, yeah. <laughs> um, mention, not mention too much of a freak or a geek or anything like that, is he? Mention the name Gambino to him. I think that'll get his attention. And let him know that uh, what is dead does not always stay that way. Go tell him that. 
Maybe not today or tomorrow, but um, later on. When he's feeling, uh, when he's feeling particularly uh, bored, shall we say. <coughs> That's my advice to you. Use that how you will. Hmm. Well, I'm sure you're quite busy. I better get back to work. I'll see you on the airship. See you then. We shall see you soon. Right. Now, we can do a bit of a time skip. Is there anything you guys wanted to set up before you leave? I'm assuming you go let Leosa know that you're heading off. Um, yeah. And just check yeah. in with... Um, Lucius. Lucius. <laughs> um, Nucius, Nucius is currently in the Nucius. process of setting up his area downstairs. Yeah, uh, it, it's for those of you who don't know Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. I've taken Newt Scamander <laughs> and I've called him Nucius Salamander. If you can spot, if you can spot the very clever way I've adapted his name, uh, you get inspiration. Um, yeah, Nucius Nucius Scalamander, uh, Nucius Salamander, 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 Nucius Salamander. Uh, he's in the process of setting up his area. Um, so he's set up the door again and he's currently moving some things from the door into the room. Um, not much progress has been made because you guys have only been gone for like an hour and a half. Beautiful. Yeah. No, it's um, the door went out of the, the cellar slash basement. Did it... Is it obvious from the inside that it's there? No. It's not right. at all. Okay, so he might not know about it, and uh, I'm hoping that he sets something up in front of it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway. Beautiful. Um, so, yeah, uh, Will takes anything else that you wanted to do before you guys head off on the road? Uh, say goodbye to my cat. Fantastic, yeah. Um, Leosin, Leosin is like, I, I will, of course, feed, um, feed, feed, feed uh, Tomboy. Yes, of course. He uh, only deserves the finest. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, yep, I'll see what I can do. Good, okay. Uh, Azua, is there anything you'd want to do before you head off? Uh, no, I think Leo and I would just have a quick chat and uh, yeah, just just you know confer uh, information about what we you know what was talked about and uh, yep, what's happening moving forward, um, and then just. Uh, I think that's about it. it was so goodbyes and see you soon. Stay, stay safe, brother, and please come back this time. <laughs> oh, now that we know where to find each other, you won't get rid of me that easily. I, I'm hoping it takes us less time than uh, five years to find each other this time. <laughs> I hope so. Stay safe. You too. Uh, you're heading into more danger than I am. You stay safe. I don't know. You're sitting on top of three dragon eggs. Shh, don't. I thought we were keeping that secret. <laughs> we're inside, yes. aren't we? Where it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just joking. <laughs> uh, Emric, anything you wanted to do before you head off? Um, well, I've heard of Leandrosa, whatever his name is, I forget. Langdrosa. Langdrosa. Yeah, that's it. I've heard he's looking for fights around town. In, in Palin, the capital Palin. city. Where we go. Oh, you guys are headed to. Yeah. yeah, he's all the way in Palin. He wasn't really listening. Because so maybe he... maybe Emric does head out into Oxenfurt looking for uh, Langdadrosa. He's like, <laughs> have you seen a dragonborn? <laughs> <laughs> he will. 
through the town and he'll be like mm. going up to people or they like just talking hey uh you guys talking dragonborn that's around like he's keeping hush hush <laughs> Uh, no one knows what you're talking about. Uh, but I do have another question for you. Um, Alice asked whether or not you were doing anything with your magic bean. Uh, your oh, ten magic no, beans. I haven't done anything with that just yet. I might, I might, I might take them with me onto the airship and see what happens. Did you want to <laughs> eat one of them or are you going to save it for the airship? Well, look, all we'll do is for the stream. After, mm-hmm. fi- after having a look through all the, um, having a look through, like, all throughout the looking for... Drosa, he didn't find. He bummed out. He goes back. Oh, we might be losing you a little bit there, Jared. The last oh. we heard was he goes back oh. to the. Okay, I just said he goes back to the map. Perfect. And he'll go to his room and he'll just um, he'll just take it easy and he'll start relaxing. And he sees um on 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 the table he sees the bag, bag of beans. beans sort of calling to him. Mm. Gonna do maybe night. maybe he's hoping that like what his power is to be able to find Langdrosa or find someone who wants a fight. <laughs> maybe maybe it's immortality. Something else because he thinks these magic beans are like top notch. Yeah. So he'll sort of look around, dart, darting as around, making sure no one's there. Um, in the in like so no one's looking at him or anything. He's in his own room. He's just being paranoid. And then he'll sort of tiptoe yep. over to the magic beans. Nice. Over his shoulder. He's by himself, mind you. And then he'll like mm-hmm. take one of the magic beans out and just pop it in his mouth. Okay. And then he'll start I... praying. <laughs> what is he praying for, just out of interest? Power. Plain power. and simple okay. power. Um, I would like you to roll me a D100. Oh my god, okay. Yes! <laughs> okay, okay. Flat 20. As you swallow this bean, you feel a power within you, this, this reservoir of power within you as it descends into your stomach. It's almost like a feeling of, of, of a magical, like a, like a spell slot almost, like a feeling of that magical power that you use as your spell slot. And as you reach inside with your magic to touch it, it sort of opens and you feel knowledge and, and skills into your mind. You now have a deep and very expansive understanding of how to set up irrigation. Okay, thanks. That's cool. (laughs) Awesome. You access that part of the matrix that, you know, you never thought you'd need. You you think you're like, I know how to do, like, irrigation farming. But no no other aspect of the farming, just the irrigation. (laughs) Oh, amazing. <laughs> so as he feels that, he'll, he'll, he sort of like thinks to himself, ride the wave, let's ride the wave. He'll get another one, pop, pop in his mouth. Uh, you still have this knowledge of how to set up irrigation. Okay, he's a bit frustrated. He's like, oh, that's weird. And he pops another one in his mouth. You continue to have knowledge of how God to set up irrigation. You have seven beans left. <laughs> he'll eat two more. You have five beans left. You continue to have knowledge of how to set up irrigation. <laughs> if you remember back to the man, he told you each power is specific for each person. You only oh, ever wow. need one bean. <laughs> this is your That's this your is your power. soul. This is your, this very is your special power. <laughs> your special soul power that is unlocked by the bean. You have unlocked your your special soul power, which is knowledge of irrigation. <laughs> oh, that's good. 
incredible. You have five beans left. <laughs> well then, um, what's everyone doing currently at the map? I'd say people are probably packing, getting things ready, like maybe making up your packs again, your journeying packs to make sure it's ready, like like getting some supplies together, things like that, I assume. Yeah, I mean, do we have extra clothes and all that stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. You pack up, like obviously it's all the same stuff as you're wearing in your character out, it's just different, different copies yeah, of it. Yeah, like, you're, you're like every you're like every like anime character where you just have the same clothes that you oh, wear we, i only own this outfit in this color yeah you've got like four different versions of it and that's it it's all exactly the same <laughs> i'll walk into um i'll go into a zoo's i'm gonna wander in and be like oh, how's it going friend yeah are, are you doing well over here going very well are you uh almost ready well, look, I was just, um, I was just doing some light reading, and, um, look, I don't know about you, but irrigation, what do you know about it? Irrig irrigation farming, to say. Ah, not much. Irrigation farming, well, that's the backbone of, uh, of, you know, of, uh, mass production of food. It's, uh, it's what allowed us to expand so greatly. Definitely, you can grow some pastures and crops with it. Yeah, I mean, how did you come across this knowledge? Just lets you have more flexibility in the systems and the operations. Do you know what I mean? Of yeah, running the, I mean... the farm. <laughs> well, and through having it, you can have higher quality crops, pastures, as water stress can dramatically impact on the quality of farm produce. I think you need to go tell the ocean this. Dropping and... knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, mean, I didn't realize this would actually give Jared knowledge this is irrigation actually Jared's. <laughs> also, what's really cool though is you can all wing season of the crops i mean let's explain this to leosin and let oh, it's really right next to a river because let's, let's get if you have insurance in. you can also in, uh, have insurance against seasonal variability and drought <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us for this next episode of farming <laughs> you know what's even better though you can maximize benefits of fertilized applications <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're going to take you to every farm that we come across and just find a way to maximise their output. It's going to be great. Oh my uh, god. So you okay. Yeah. Uh, we're talk to the ocean about this. This could be really good. And you start hearing me walk out and talking about improving the capital value of our property. <laughs> you, got, you, know, you have to make sure that you've got the lowest cost, low labour intensive. I'll save or get greater returns. You're going to get relatively high labour and energy cost to maintain. So I'll start walking out. <laughs> oh boy. And I'll also talk about different types of irrigation. Um, you've got furrow systems, you've got flood uh, border check systems, you've got level basin systems, center pivot sprinkler systems, hand move Ooh. sprinkler systems. Someone's opened up a Wikipedia page. Systems, traveling gun <laughs> sprinkler systems. Cyber right, that's, enough. that's enough. Okay. I'm interrupting this. That's enough. Oh. <laughs> Even I have my limits. <laughs> Guys, he has a deep and real irrigation. Yeah. Um, He's got a of irrigation. Who's betting they bought of... some beans now? <laughs> who's who's wishing they bought a bean? All of you are. He's got five. Well, he, he looks at um Leosin and he goes, Now, I didn't know anything about irrigation farming until I had this uh, magic bean right here. Uh, you, you ate a magic bean and it gave you knowledge of farming. Sorry, it's specifically irrigation. Yeah, it's very much so. Um, I that offer seems him, like I a offer very... him one to look at it and expect it. 
Oh, um, I, I'm, I'm okay. I don't need to know about irrigation. I think you've got that covered. <clears throat> no, I remember the guy I bought these off. He actually said that each bean was unique to the person. And it would unlock oh. something within them. For me, okay. I thought it would be power to vanquish my foes. But instead it gave me the power of knowledge concerning irrigation farming. Right, okay. Um, sure. Uh, well, if, if you'll, it will stop you talking about irrigation, I'll have a bean. Go, pop it in your mouth, see what you get. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Azua, do you want to do it at the same time? Uh, yes, why not? Jump let's, on. Let, jump. Let's, Come on. let's do it. Why not? I want okay. everyone to know about irrigation farming. Like, if I start shouting at the top of <laughs> Please roll 20. <laughs> All right. Uh, it sounds like everyone's getting a bean. Would everyone like to roll me oh. a D100? Yeah, please? pretty much. Because then I also call Mira and... Um... 47. Okay. I better roll one for... Um, for Leosin. Here we go. 91. Oh, why did it roll twice? 29, sorry. Not 91. Um, oh, we both oh, got 50. Nice. 50. Oh, Should I re-roll? Okay. Yeah, do a re-roll. No, 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 no. You both know. You both get the uh, the same effect. I think that's oh, much okay. better. Um, <laughs> so we'll do Azua first. Azua. As you feel this bean into your into your mouth and then you sort of bite down and swallow um it's sort of got like a bit of a nutty taste and then as you swallow you sort of feel this this bean sort of travel down your throat and then you feel this power within you almost like your key points like what you use to, to power your your radiant sunbolts and things like that and as you again tap into this power you feel it suffuse you um you feel knowledge and skills enter into your mind you now have intimate knowledge of how to tie many, many different types of knots. Oh, that's so amazing. useful. That, that actually is really good. That's so cool. It is cool. a good one. You now know how to tie every single type of knot conceivable. The oh. fuck? Ah, <laughs> oh, you're going to try the square knot, the clove hitch yep. knot, the half hitch yep. knot, the sheep yep. knot. Oh. You know them all. Um, are we all kind of know our powers, uh, like just a little bit? <laughs> you just know it. Um, Mira Actually. and Wiltix, 50. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to do, I'll do Leosin's first. We're going to come back to you two. Um, so Leosin was at 29. Um, so Leosin sort of looks over and goes, right, I, uh, I now know how yeast works. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, I can make any type of bread you want. Oh, and oh, you you can make ale. Nope, uh, it's only for baking yeast. Oh, it's very specific. <laughs> so good. It's uh, it's very specific. Um, I, I know how to make I know how to make something called milk bread now. I don't know what that is, but I can make it. Amazing. Well, I look forward um, to. Uh... I look forward to your famous sourdough when we return. <laughs> yes, I have knowledge of this. Um, tell me, what is a tiger loaf? And why do I know how to make this? <laughs> um, um, I'm not sure. I look forward to seeing that too. <laughs> We can make a side bakery. Um, <laughs> Wiltix and Mira. Um, oh both God. of you. Yeah? I just realised, sorry. I've... Oh. Oh, okay, you're, there you you're go. cutting out a bit there, Jared. What yeah. was that? Sorry. I can do the irrigation farming for the wheat that he needs for the uh, for the bread. <laughs> yeah, but no one knows how to farm. You just you just know how to irrigate. You don't actually know anything about farming. <laughs> Fine, um, I can figure it out. All right, fair enough. Uh, Mira and Wiltix. 
as you sort of tap into this inner this inner power and it fills you up you feel again a, a, a knowledge and a skill come across you and as you sort of look you feel a deep understanding of calligraphy Ooh. both oh, of like you it. both of you feel that you have the skills required to be expert calligraphers amazing perfect absolutely amazing is that actual mm. that's an actual thing isn't it in calligraphy proficiency yeah calligraphers tools yeah, yeah yeah you guys are both proficient in calligraphers tools just what? like uh, leosin is now proficient in baker's supplies <laughs> 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 and azua's proficient it. in knots <laughs> amazing um, if you if you roll no 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 we'll save the d100 in case you have a bean for anyone else if we ever get What's, a bean for someone who gets a bean. Can I also what 90 what was the 91 What was the 91 Um 91 is sewage. <laughs> you understand how to set up a sewage system. So it's really oh. all over the joint. It's like, it's completely random. So so when when I got this list together, I um I put it through Excel and randomized it so that it, there was no correlation except for number 1 and number 100. I kept them as special. Uh, yeah, so th that's that's your new your special bean power, your special soul power unlocked by the bean. Mira's gonna have the best notes. Yeah, your notes are now oh, fantastic. I'm gonna have to work on my handwriting. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's how you guys prepare for your uh, your investigation into the cult by learning about irrigation, <laughs> making bread, and calligraphy. Amazing. And oh, not tying. It's... Not tying actually might be useful. Uh... It might. I mean, if we want to keep people in, uh, you know, hold them hostage, I've got it. Yeah, actually, I will oh. say, yeah, Azua, you would have advantage on tying people up now on decks on um, slider hand checks to tie someone up. Absolutely. If we want to create a book on uh, breaking bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leosin's literally just like, um, it's 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 literally like this is burnt into my brain. I I don't think I'll ever forget this. What what has this been done to me? <laughs> why why did I eat this? Nothing to be scared of. It's nothing, the power was inside you all along. <laughs> I, I know precisely how to heat yeast in a, in a in a. I, I don't want this knowledge. This is a curse. Take this away from me. <laughs> no, he doesn't say. He doesn't say that. Um, perfect. And with that, your preparations are complete for taking on the cult. Um, if there's nothing else you guys wanted to do, I'll assume you head back to the guild at the appointed time. Mira will be very on you about what time you guys need to be back. Um, yeah. You meet Sylvia uh, at the guild hall. She basically is literally going to walk you over to the airship docks of Oxenfurt, uh, a location you guys haven't probably been to before. Um, she will she'll walk you over to the airship docks. As you enter um, the airship docks of... Uh, Oxenfurt. They are set up on a, on a raised area of hill. Um, and the, the docks themselves are very much like ship docks, except rather than um, built into the water, they're obviously built into the sky. So there's basically like, it's like a ship dry dock. Um, and the airships are, are designed to lower down, um, basically attach themselves on either side to these two pillars that jut out from the land and then um, tie themselves off and, and stay motionless while stuff is unloaded and loaded. Uh, you can see there are two airships currently docked. One is a passenger airship, a large bulky frame uh, with lots and lots of windows and cabins and uh, things like that built in. It's a very luxurious looking. Um, airship travel is not for the, not for the, 
the poor. It is definitely for the wealthy and the well-off. Um, and you can see that there are a number of people sort of lining up, handing tickets over. Uh, Sylvia will pull out um, four tickets and hand one to each of you. Right, yes, here are your tickets. Uh, do not lose your tickets. Um, it's very important you stay attached to that ticket. Uh, this is obviously going to be non-refundable. Uh, if you lose this, you're going to have to pay for it. That's your cost. Um, take it to the to, take it to the ticketmaster. You have a, a booth uh, with uh, Ontha and um, and with Sussurus. If you are happy to, to share with them, otherwise you can pay the extra and go off on your own if you wish. But, but um, look, what I'm trying to say is good luck and stay safe. You've been picked as representatives for the guild for a reason. I see great promise in each of you, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you can accomplish. Yeah, it's uh, no problem there, friend. Wait, what? What's... Even you, Emric. Wait, something's wrong with my voice. I feel a bit different. Ever since I had that beam, my voice has changed completely. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's, uh... Hey, if you guys didn't notice anything like this, why does my voice sound like this? Why does it sound so different? Like, what's going on? don't know what you mean. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, seriously, like, something's, something's going on, like, real weird. Oh, okay. What the f... <laughs> <laughs> um, quite. Uh, well, well, um... Good luck to each of you. Um, Mira, take take care of them. Oh, I would say they could take care of themselves, but, um, well, I just put Emrick and everybody in. Emrick. Yeah, Zua and Will Tick. Yeah, what do you want? Scratching what do you himself. Want? Come on, what are you going to say about me now, eh? Whoa. You know what? I have complete confidence in As... the Tempest Guild. <laughs> As literally, like, Emmerich's voices just keep changing now because the bean did something to him. <laughs> sure. Um, I have uh, I have faith in you all, and I know that you can do this. Good luck. Um, and oh, she turns you. and begins walking away. Um, I meant to say, sorry, the other airship you can see is clearly a cargo airship. It is marked with uh, one of the symbols of the Sky Cities, um, specifically the symbol of three circling winds in a, in a tight pattern, um, which is a symbol for Eris. Um, the, it's probably the most mobile of the Sky Cities, uh, you would know. It's the one that sort of moves basically all across Oceania. At certain times of the year, it's actually above Oxenfurt and Palin, and the, the north currents and the, um, the, the mid-equator um, currents actually carry it across most of Oceania down towards the Dragonborn Cities. So, Mira, you'd probably be pretty familiar with Eris as well. Um, there's um, there's three sky cities uh, that are I- I- inhabited. There's one that's not ha- inhabited. So Solaris is the one that's on to the north. Eris through the middle and all across uh, the main central section, and then Volus moves from sort of north to southwest um, over the dwarven cities. There is another sky city um, that is uninhabited. Uh, you probably wouldn't know too much about it apart from that, just that it's not inhabited anymore. It was, but is no longer, and it's called Nocturnus. And that's the Sky Cities. Uh, yeah, and you can so see you can see a merchant ship um, clearly marked with the symbol of Eris is loading up a whole lot of goods, um, and it seems to be getting ready to head back up into the sky. So um, the uh, sky ship that is set up for uh, merchant vessels looks a lot like a ship. Um, it even has sails, but rather than uh, focused at the top, the sails also come out to the side. These large bat-like wings drop down and catch the air currents on either side, uh, and you can see that at its core is a large circular crystal um, contained within a ring of crackling magic. Um, whereas the merchant, uh, sorry, the, the um, 
passenger skyship, thank you, the transportation passenger skyship um, is very, very different. It's much sleeker, much more modern looking. And rather than having the central crystal in the middle of the hull, it has basically this circle of crystal that goes around the whole outside center of the hull that isn't even attached to the ship um, by anything solid. It's simply attached by these pathways of magic that sort of seem to move and crackle these strands of magic um, and it looks like the ring is what moves and the airship is just maintained and held within the middle of the ring almost like something is it's like it's quantum locked within the center of this ring is the best way to describe it um, yeah and that's that's what you see these these skyships setting up and you can see lots of people lining up I'm so pleased we're getting into the sky cities and skyships and things like that this is awesome um, yeah and you can see a number of people lining up to get on the ship uh, as you approach the ticket booth, your tickets are taken, stamped, and returned to you. Um, the stamp is the symbol of the um, the Skyship's Guild, basically a group of Arakokra, um, uh, Ganassi, and, uh, and gnomes who help set up this this entire enterprise. And there's a couple of different groups, but the main one that operates out of um, Oxenford and Palin um, is the, the Sky Freehold, which are a group of um, sort of traders and things who've banded together, and it's a bit more free and a bit less structured than the other groups. As you are brought inside and gestured your cabins, it's very Orient Express, um, very beautiful, fancy cabins, very old wood. Um, so the, the outside looks very modern, but the inside is this very nostalgic, very fine um, antique style feel to it. And you're gestured uh, sort of down towards the back, um, towards the, the, the stern of the ship, and then up a series of stairs and back towards the middle uh, to a large cabin, um, easily the size of your main dining hall. Uh, and inside are a number of booths. Yeah, it's actually pretty big. A number of booths with curtains that draw across. So each of you actually has a private bed that can be curtained off to sleep. And then there's a central area with a table and chairs. Uh, and already waiting for you in the cabin, uh, Onthar and Susurus. Uh, um, Susurus sitting at the table reading a book. Onthar sharpening his uh, large greatsword with a whetstone uh, out of his armor. His armor's been packed up and... Um, uh, oiled and cleaned and is sitting at the edge of his bed and as you enter uh, they look up and uh, Onthar's like ah hey fantastic welcome well pretty nice uh, digs these eh well this is uh, shortly bigger than I expected I've, I've not really travelled much by skyship um, I, I tend to like being two feet on the ground but I mean I could get used to this um, huh. Sastra sort of looks over and goes they'll be bringing refreshments soon I uh Imagine you want to get comfortable. On Thursday, like, well, refreshments? Oh, they bring you food? Oh, I pack way too much stuff then. <laughs> she just sort of rolls her eyes and sighs. So, um, um, yeah, perfect. Yeah, so you guys are able to unpack and set up in the airship. Um, after, um, after about an hour or so, there's a cry from the docks and a large, um, a very high-pitched, large whistle sounds, followed by a very loud horn. This, and then the airship begins to judder very, very slightly. And anyone who's sensitive to magic, so mostly Mira actually as a sorcerer, you sort of feel a little bit of a tingle across your fingers um, as quite a large amount of magic is activated. Something very powerful. And the airship begins to rise. Um, did anyone want to go into the top deck to look out, or are you guys wanting to stay in the room? Oh, I definitely want to. I thought you might. Yeah. I suggested it because I was like, Andrew's going to want to be on the top deck. I can already tell. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll walk with everyone that goes up. But as we're walking along, I'll look at um, who's walking up to the top deck. Actually, 
I am. Uh, on on Theron's Susurus is staying behind. So is so everyone the party's coming? Well, then I'll look at um I'll look at Wiltix and I'll go to him and say, as we're walking along, looking at everything, I'll just sort of randomly spark up with just something really random, going, uh, hey, look, uh, Wiltix, uh, irrigation farming. It ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> I'm just gonna look at you and give a robe. I'm gonna look at the the tiny little uh, the button on it. I'm gonna jump up. I'm gonna hit it, and then I'm gonna keep walking up the. Uh, <laughs> I stay behind him. Uh, look, I need a little bit of help. Uh, I don't really know what's going on with my voice right now. Oh, uh, Wiltix, you you find it very hard to to look and and hear what uh, <laughs> what Emric is saying. Did uh, I? Uh, did I? I have a cloak. I have my cloak on, so it's muffling my voice. Uh, Wiltix, I'm I'm gonna give you inspiration for that. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's one of those ones where I've heard enough about irrigation in the last uh, few hours. I think uh, I can continue on my life without help. No, but seriously, I need help. Uh, I don't really know what's going on with my voice right now. Something, He's something in that crisis. Weird, that weird did something to me. Like take on a, like a farmer role or something like. I've just become a farmer pretty much. Uh, look, maybe we can put you to uh, use when we get back. You can uh, work the fields of uh, Night Hall, but uh... I might actually open up my own irrigation farming business. Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> oh, I, I, um... I might start my own, uh, you know, calligraphy uh, deal on the side. We'll, uh, you know, I'll write our uh, all our notes and everything. Make sure everything's up to date. So, oh, you might have to compete with Mira for that job. I think. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have that book that as well, the uh, the one that holds all of our notes yeah. about uh, your ledger. Yes, so that'll be uh, that'll come in handy. I absolutely, I think that'll come in great handy. Um, fantastic, uh, righto. So, uh, you guys who head up to the top deck, yeah, you can see the top deck is set up so that um, obviously the airship doesn't just fly at night; it does fly during the day as well. So during the day, people can take a seat. There are a number of lounges. It's very very cruise ship. Esque up on the top deck there's a bar set up at one end um and you can see a number of members of, of the sort of upper to high middle to upper class society wandering around um a number of elven nobles clearly from the sky cities who are uh, sort of set up in little areas and, and minding their own business and not really entertaining the the lesser folk the ground walkers uh, as it were um you can see yeah, a, n- a number of adventurers who uh, are affiliated with the guild. It seems the guild, uh, sorry, the league has some sort of connection with this group, um, possibly for a discounted rate. You can see a couple of adventurers set up as well on the top deck, looking around. Um, a couple of them looking as wide-eyed as you guys, possibly their first time on an airship. Some of them looking a bit more, um, like looking over and sort of, ha ha, like look at the newbies enjoying the enjoying the ride. So yeah, as you guys are looking around on the top deck, you can you can sort of see the ship begin to take off, and very quickly. The city of Oxenfurt begins to fall away below you. Um, the ship, uh, the, the sides of the ship, quickly drop down these large sails and, and catch the wind, um, and it begins taking off. And you feel the airship pull forward. This sudden gust of wind, and you are off. As the sun begins, um, actually, sorry, the sun would be pretty much set because it is nighttime. So as the moons are sort of rising overhead, the two moons, uh, neither of them full at the moment. You'll be pleased to know, Simon. Um, I was going to say, more power because like being closer, but. Uh... Oh, uh, do you want to roll me? Uh, just roll me a flat intelligence check. Uh, flat intelligence check. Hmm. Ten. Cool, cool, cool. 
um, we'll jump back in with what that means next session, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as, you, as you begin sort of taking off and, and you see the, the ground fall away beneath you and be swallowed by the darkness, um, the airship begins approaching the top layer of clouds. And as it breaks through, um, the land and the, and the world of Nostea disappears below you. And you see the beautiful, beautiful skies open up before you. And that is where we will end for tonight's session. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this session. Um, we've had another really role-play heavy session. We're, we're getting a lot of those, which is uh, which is awesome. I'm loving this stuff. And we're, we're doing, obviously, if you're familiar with the uh, Tyranny of Dragons module and the Horde of the Dragon Queen, we are well and truly outside of what is in it right now. This is all uh, all my own stuff. But we are going to be heading back into um, the module and the adventure uh, basically next session. We're sort of tying back into that now. We've just had a lot of fun with the, the guild stuff and the homebrew stuff I've created. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Stay safe. We will see you next Tuesday for the next uh, the next exciting uh, session. Session uh, will be episode 14, which is crazy. We're, we're sort of, um, yeah, really, really getting into the double digits now um thank you so much i hope you've had a really lovely time we've had a lovely time uh if you if you ever have any questions for us or things like that if you chuck them in the uh, in the twitch stream or send them to me on twitter um at archives lost uh, or on the facebook page the lost archives uh yeah we, we'd love to love to start engaging with you guys if you've got any questions about the the stuff we're doing the homebrew stuff or if you've got any comments feel free to hit us up we're really really keen to hear what you guys have to say um and i will be starting up a little competition soon to have you guys create some npcs for me and have some npcs and and some characters yeah come in so um stay tuned i'll be posting the link to that next session and uh we'll get to see some npcs that you guys create and um yeah i think that should be fun so thank you so much for joining us everybody we will see you all next time thank you so much all right, see you guys. See you next time, guys. Bye. See you next time, everybody. Stay safe.